0: His Excellency Governor Martin Roper and the Premier Honorable Wayne Panton meets with the commander and the commando troop of disaster relief specialists from HMS Midway.
1: Which has done um, an amazing job to get to Cayman so quickly. It was helping Turks and Caicos um, a few days ago um, deal with Hurricane Fiona, which was a, was a cat-free. As soon as we thought that um, Hurricane Ian could be a, a big problem for us, we asked the Royal Navy to immediately come and support us. And I'm, I'm so impressed at the speed... At which they have travelled to, to Cayman's territorial waters in what can only be some incredibly difficult and challenging seas out there. His
0: Excellency Martin Roper tells CHTV Tuesday. While H.M.S. Medway remained offshore, the team travelling on two rigid inflatable boats were escorted by the Cayman Islands Coast Guard as they came ashore at Georgetown Yacht Club.
1: Now these are the the first responders in any in any sort of post um, post storm event. So they're specialists who can help help you with fixing ports. Help you fix air, up airports, their electricians, their welders, their carpenters, um, so they would come ashore straight away and just help us really get the communications up and running again so we can get um, supplies and, and ships and aircraft in." Even
0: though the effects of Hurricane Ian were not as bad as anticipated, Medway's personnel, accompanied by the regiment and the MOD team that deployed ahead of the storm, supported the cleanup effort in Georgetown, South Sound and East End on Tuesday. HMS Medway left Cayman's waters later that evening, but will remain in the region on standby for the rest of the hurricane season. Meanwhile, the Royal Islands police helicopter is now safely back in Cayman after helping in Turks and Caicos post-Hurricane Fiona. As Hurricane Ian now approaches Florida, a one-time change fee and fair difference waiver will be offered for select Miami travel. Here's Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin with more.
2: Due to the anticipated impact of Hurricane Ian, Cayman Airways Limited, Cal will be offering a one time change fee and fare difference waiver for affected customers traveling to and from Miami, provided that tickets were purchased on or before September 27, 2022. Travel was scheduled between September 28th through the 30th of 2022. There is no change to the origin or destination. Travel must be rebooked in the same cabin. New flights must be booked by October 5th, 2022, and all travel must be completed by November 10th, 2022. Customers who meet all of the above except for the complete travel by date will still be eligible for the change fee waiver, but not the fare difference waiver. These waivers are in addition to the waivers previously offered for travel to and from Tampa due to this hurricane, and those details can be found on the CaymanAirways.com website. For more information, You're encouraged to call Cayman Airways Reservations on 345-949-2311 in the Cayman Islands or 1-800-422-9626, toll-free in the United States of America, or contact your travel professional. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. Ahead of
0: Hurricane Ian, the Department of Environment DOE reports 1,000 hatchlings have been rescued and released. In a Facebook post, the DOE reports, the turtle team carried out 37 turtle nest excavations, 14 nest relocations and rescued more than 1,000 sea turtle hatchlings from nests that were due to hatch during the storm. When hatchlings hatch from their eggs, the DOE says, they take a few days to climb to the surface of the sand. If the nest is washed over by waves during this time, they will become trapped and drown. By removing these hatchlings early, the DOE says, they were able to release them to the sea while their bodies were strongest for swimming offshore before the storm arrived. The impact the storm has had on remaining nests around all three islands is currently unknown and will be assessed in the coming days. In other local news, Caribbean Utilities Company Limited, (CUC) establishes its first energy storage system. As Radio Kman's Felicia Rankin-Solins reports, CUC and technology group Vatsala signed an agreement resulting in the supply of two 10-megawatt, 10-megawatt-hour energy storage systems to CUC.
3: This project, which will be CUC's first energy storage facility, will enable the company to approximately double its renewable energy capacity on Grand Cayman. The energy storage facilities will allow CUC to operate its generating facilities in a more efficient manner, reducing fuel costs to electricity consumers. Additionally, the energy storage will facilitate up to a total of 29 megawatts of distributed customer sited renewable energy resources without detrimental effects on its grid. Like with many island grids, CUC's power system is isolated from other power systems, and it is susceptible to unplanned changes in generation output. Until now, the network-connected electricity generation sources on Grand Cayman comprised 161 megawatts of diesel-fueled generation and approximately 14 megawatts of solar photovoltaic generation. Vice President Customer Services and Technology Sasha Tibbetts says this represents a crucial step for CUC to integrate more renewable energy with the grid. Once this project is completed, we also anticipate saving on fuel costs and improved reliability of services for our customers. The energy storage systems will be connected to the Hydesville, West Bay and Prospect substations and will provide extensive power system optimization capabilities from spinning reserve capacity to improved frequency response to enhanced grid stability. This project will also result in savings on fuel costs. These savings will be passed on to the customers. For Radio K Man News,
0: I'm Felicia Rankin allins Now, these systems will be delivered under an engineering, procurement, and construction EPC contract. CUC says they're expected to become operational in late 2023. Five appearances were scheduled for today's meeting by the Central Planning Authority. Here is Radio K Man's Fuller with more.
4: The first appearance scheduled at today's open meeting was by West Point Construction Group, which was pitching an application for a house with a pool on Waterkey Road in Rum Point, which was facing an objector who had raised concerns with regards to the plans submitted, setback requirements, and an alleged breach of restrictive covenants for the area. This was followed by another house and pool application for an address on Rum Point Drive in Northside. No public objectors there. However, the Department of Environment did flag issues regarding the 75-foot coastal setback for beaches. The DOE also submitted written concerns with regards to an application for land clearing and road construction west of King Road in West Bay, which is also facing multiple objections from members of the public, there's an issue surrounding an easement that is reportedly before the courts. At one thirty, LG Contracting was scheduled to speak to its application for seven townhomes, a pool, and cabana on Bel Air Drive in South Sound. Again, with an objection, several items for discussion were listed for this case, ranging from the number of units and bedrooms to parking spaces and sidewalks. The last application was for a cabana with a trellis roof posed on Ironshore Drive. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. You can find all
0: the CPA's meeting agenda and minutes online at planning.ky. And we'll leave you with this one. Cayman marks international right-to-know day, with the Office of the Ombudsman releasing stats showing freedom of information requests are going up with more timely government responses. Radio Cayman's April Cummings reports.
5: According to the Ombudsman's office, well over 400 FOI requests were made to the Cayman Islands government last year, with the average response times improving, quote, markedly. The 426 requests made in 2021 fell more in line with the numbers seen in pre-pandemic years and nearly doubled the 230 requests made during 2020 at the height of the COVID pandemic. Nearly 7,000 open records requests have been made by members of the public since Cayman's FOI Act took effect in January 2009. Government reduced average response times in 2021 to 26 days, down from 30 days in prior years. The FOI Act requires that requests receive a response within 30 calendar days. Since 2009, hundreds of FOI requests have been made each year, leading to the disclosures of public records, either in full or in part, in about two-thirds of the requests made. More than a quarter of all FOI requests in 2021 were made to the RCIPS and WORK. Workforce Opportunities Residency, Cayman. UNESCO first recognized International Right to Know Day in 2002, and the UN General Assembly proclaimed International Day for Universal Access to Information in 2019. The Cayman Islands has joined some hundred other jurisdictions, marking the day every year since 2008. April Cummings, Radio Man News.
0: The FOI Act grants individuals the legal right to access information held by public sector entities and responding to FOI requests is the, quote, duty of every public authority. That is your latest local news. From Radio Man's newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallega.